You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, I tell you, Jennifer, she is she is really a party pooper. This is Dirt and Sprague. Jennifer poops at parties. So she poops at parties so so and people know this. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. I, I poop at parties. I poop at parties, but people don't know because I close the door. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Where where do she go for it? Does she does she visit a water closet and make door of the open so people may see and smell things? This sound horrible. The fan. New York streets will kill right, welcome back like in. Hour number two. During the break here on Portland Sports Leader. 1080 The Van, 99.5 HD2. And the Odyssey app. A lot to get to. Starting here the uh, second hour of the show. I, uh, I'm upset with a current pro athlete. Yesterday, I saw from NBA ESPN Twitter... The in-game timeout video of the L.A. Clippers and Kawhi Leonard, who I will readily admit, one of the all-time great players, but can't be in that conversation because he just doesn't play. Mm -hmm. He played start, bench, and trade (laughs) during a timeout. And the cat, it's obviously, you know, F. Mary, whatever. It's the same idea. (laughs) And his three options were pancakes, waffles, and French toast. He started pancakes. And I'm out on Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, you you bench pancakes. No, you trade pancakes. If it's down to pancakes, waffles, and French toast. I thought it was start, start, bench, trade. Is that the options? Okay. Trading trade. yeah. yeah. I thought benching was the words. Then you trade the pancakes. Yeah, you trade pancakes every time. I like pancakes. Waffles or French toast, it's a tough call. That's a toss-up for me. I'm going starting French toast. I'm benching waffles, and I'm trading pancakes. Probably what I would do. Wouldn't you get more in return if you traded waffles, though? (laughs) I think the ad. Assets for waffles is pretty good, and and the assets for French toast would probably be multiple picks. But yeah, but you need you need you need a you, block. You need yes. a starting piece that you can build around. Right? Exactly, that's the French toast. So maybe you maybe to your point, you, you can, would trade. Yeah, French toast can allow you to have uh, more different parts around it than than the waffle. That's a good point. The waffle, you either got syrup, you got fruit, you got whipped cream, and maybe you got chicken if you want to, you know, play it a little differently. If you want to go savory, you're you're changing up your styles. French toast, you can you, it, 
Well, we don't know how Chicken would respond if we traded Waffles. They'd That's probably true. be pretty tore chicken up Chicken might that. think it's the starter at that point, yeah. and, and the Waffle there is playing <laughs> off of it. I'm kind of think I'm envisioning a Minnesota situation. French Toast is my Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Car Anthony Towns is my Waffle, and I like him, but See, like, I'm pancake. not. Pancake, you know what you're going to get, and that's what you want off the bench. And, but Pancake and, is a Josh Hart trade. It's not going to net me. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think the Waffles be... you're trading – you know, you find the right partner, somebody that uh, feels like they, they know what to do with the waffle. Yeah. That's a pancake, you know. Pancake's like, yeah, it's a roll. It's a, it's roll a role player. It's yeah, it's a role, role player. Yeah. Yeah. It can go with my bacon. My bacon's pretty consistent. Exactly. I got egg over here. Sometimes he likes to dabble in the syrup, but I don't know if that's going to do yeah. much for another team. Plus, the pancake's not going to set you back. Not a whole lot. You can get a pancake anywhere. Yeah. It's all over the market. Exactly. Easiest thing to get. Uh, yeah, now what kind of situation? Now, see, now we're team building with breakfast suit. Now we're going right at my alley. <laughs> now I, I think uh, our minds are all there because of what the Blazers are going through, and we're just we're operating with that with that brainwave right yeah, now. There were a lot of pancakes last night thrown at the rim. <laughs> they need to change the name of that game because now you're making me play it a different way. Whereas like trading was just getting rid of roster building with breakfast. But now I want a good breakfast, and I think I'm trading waffle to get there. I have French toast. Yeah, I can build around it. You get eggs in return for the waffle. I am hoping I get sausage and eggs sausage in return and for eggs. the waffle. That's yeah. a pretty good trade. That's a pretty good trade. Not everybody wants multiple things with waffle. They want waffle by itself. I, I like having other things. I like having some meat and some eggs when I'm eating some of these uh, sweet. I'm perfectly fine items. with a couple of over-easy eggs, a few you know, uh, sausage links or, ba- or pieces of bacon, and a piece of toast. Okay. Gets the job done every time. That's a pretty consistent squad. Easy. Yeah. It's not going to upset you at all. It doesn't take too long to make. Simple and to the point. It's probably the San Antonio Spurs of breakfast. Very boring. It's not exotic. It's not an omelet. We're not but going weird and crazy. It's consistent and always good. It's going to get the job done. Uh, speaking of uh, team building, the Blazers currently are sitting in an interesting situation with their roster. That they are, Bob. And last night, uh, I think you asked me at the end of the show, we gambled on the Blazers, and I said, no, I don't trust this team. I will continue to say that. I'm not gambling on the Portland Trail Blazers. I have no reason to gamble on the Portland Trail Blazers. I like keeping my money. And they got absolutely waxed by uh, the Washington Wizards, who you also told me Kuzma wasn't playing, and then Kuzma played yeah, and The ESPN him. page listed him as a DNP. He was out. Yeah, the NBA's got a problem with the way we're listing who's playing, who's not, who's questionable, who's doubtful. But yeah, He went for 33 last night. Yeah, this happened uh, This happened this season against Oklahoma City. Do you remember that game? SGA I was do. supposed to be out, and then he randomly just played. The line was weird, bro. Like, what's up with the line? It's like, oh, SGA must not be playing, and then he ended up playing. Yeah, and then they, I think they ended up winning. Um, Anthony Simons rolled his ankle pretty badly, landed on an ankle, he shot it. Could not put any pressure. You didn't know if it was an Achilles, an, a knee, an ankle in real time. And then you kind of realize it's the ankle. Nurk and company had to help him off the court. He couldn't put any pressure. X-rays were negative, so that was the good thing. He is obviously going to be monitored now, but he has got uh, probably the most severe sprained ankle you could possibly have. To put zero pressure on it Not good. tells me it's one of those maybe even high ankle sprains that uh, sidelines you. I'm just, I know I'm throwing that out there. I don't have any facts. I'm just saying it seemed pretty bad, is my point. 
And uh, so you lost Anthony Simons last night. I mean, it's going to change the landscape of the season pretty significantly. I mean, losing your number two scoring guard, your number two scorer on the team, it's just it's a brutal blow at this time when you're trying to push for the playoffs. And last night was not a good night. You could clearly tell the team was out of gas. Lillard was out of gas. And even that being said, he ended up having a, a great night scoring-wise, 39 points, 10 rebounds, and six assists. But you could tell he was just a little short on some of his threes, just looked tired throughout stretches of the game from time to time. Um but, I mean, this changes where you're going now. This changes basically everything. Lillard's going to be able to win you some games. But outside of that, Jeremy Grant's still out in concussion protocol. We'll see when he's available to come back. They say they're happy with where Nurk's at, but that's not until after the All-Star break, and I don't think that changes your landscape much at all. But if Anthony Simons is to miss, let's say, a couple of weeks, you know, he's out till you know, sometime mid-March, I mean, you're you're back to kind of where you were last season. Now, I, I try and find, never want to see anybody get hurt. It sucks. That looked like it was incredibly painful, and I hate that for Anthony Simons. I'm also somebody that tries to find the positive out of situations, and I think the positive here, if you're Portland, if there is one, is that this is going to, again, up the profile of Shaden Sharp. This, I would imagine, would give him starting minutes. I don't know who else he would start over him. you got to start him. He's playing well enough. GP2's gone. Josh Hart's gone. So the trade deadline, you know, hey, you got rid of a couple of vets that were standing in his way. He's played great since the deadline. Um, And now he's going to be in the starting lineup for who knows how long. And you're going to get a good runway here to figure out what what is he? How does he fit alongside Damian Lillard with consistent minutes every single night and not just playing with the second unit? And so if you're looking for a positive, there is one there. And if Shaden Sharp shows, hey, in the starting lineup, I can come out and give you 25 minutes and I'm going to continue to get better and better and better as the season goes on. Maybe it makes it easier for Joe Cronin in the offseason to say, hey, we feel like that guy can be our two guard of the future. We feel like he fits alongside Damian Lillard and we got to make a move here. So you never want to see injuries happen, but sometimes when these things happen, they can be a blessing in the long run and we'll see how Portland handles it. But undoubtedly in the short term, in terms of wins and losses, it, it is going to change your platform a little bit. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what the Blazers say about this. Um, not a lot of information yesterday. Yesterday, obviously, aside from the x-rays were negative, which is great. I was where he broke his foot, and that that's a whole other problem. But it's still a bad injury, and he's going to be sidelined for a decent amount of time. It, it's also kind of a, it's a, it's a bummer for him, too, because he was about to compete in the three-point contest with Dame. And this weekend, yeah. That would have been really cool to see. Uh, so you just, I, I hope he can get back. Hope he gets healthy. But this, to your what you're saying, I think this just changes the trajectory of your team. I, this is definitely not a playoff team to me. I didn't really think that even with him. No, uh, I'm just getting further and further there. Where I, I think, yeah, I really believe the last couple weeks of the season, I think they'll shut Dame down and they'll lean into the Let's lose and lottery pick, and you hope that the Knicks continue. To I mean, play. you already are. You're a lottery team now. Get in the yeah, playoffs, yeah. and you get that pick too. <laughs> you're, already and, you're already a lottery team. Boy, it's... Joe Cronin with two first round picks. What what would that allow him to do this summer? I yeah, but I can also feel people hearing you say that's why going. Yeah, well, I feel like I've heard and seen this before about the last GM. Like, what is he? He's got all this. He's got all this. He's got this. He's going to do this, and it, it, it's just a matter of him and going out and doing it. I want to know who's advising Shaden Sharp, if it's anybody in the organization, if it's somebody in his crew, whatever. The fact that he dropped out of the slam dunk contest is insane. It, it's a GD shame. He had a dunk last night. <laughs> and look, we've had some rim rattlers here. We've had some rim rattlers. Okay, we've had yeah, Clyde. Two nights ago, he took off one step inside. The, the free about, throw about line. 14 feet out from the hoop. We've had Clyde. We've had Jerome. J.R. Ryder was here for a cup of coffee. J.R. Yes. Ryder. We've had some dudes that could dunk. 
No. Dare I say this one's a little That's different right. than all day, of we those. We have Billy Ray Bates. Bi- how how could I forget <laughs> Billy Ray Bates? You should never forget Billy oh Ray my Bates. God, how dare me? Billy Ray Cyrus, I'll remember. Billy Ray Bates, I disrespect. I'll never forget the controversy of us doing the greatest blazer of all time bracket and, and the addition or non addition of Billy right. Ray Bates. That fired a lot of people it up. It did. Uh, and I appreciate those people. But <laughs> you know, we split the blazer generation. And we right, did. Right, right down there. There's an era, there's a cutoff there. Could you tell when me and Dirt were born? <laughs> Billy Ray Bates is it. I don't get, I just, I don't understand it. I, you know, maybe it's the, you want to, it's like Costanza, he gets people laughing and he wants to, you want to leave them wanting more. I you guess. don't want to wear out your welcome. Like, is there a little stage fright? I'm maybe? just showing you all these dunks in the game. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what are the chances he shows up to the dunk contest and it doesn't live up to the hype? Because dunking in a dunk contest is different than dunking in a game. Have you seen the participants in the dunk contest? I, I have seen some of the names, and I would imagine he would be the overwhelming he favorite would, to win. He might be even money favorite. But what do we do in. every dunk? Not I think every he'd dunk be a contest. Minus three fifty, man. Like I think they'd be that big. <laughs> but we usually in ninety percent of dunk contests, what do we do immediately afterwards? I'm not saying you too, but I'm saying the general we oh, as a public. I know. Oh, I, I, those dogs, boring. No we've good. We've seen dogs. all those. There was nothing new. Seen there was nothing it. created. Well, we criticize. It, it it's the staged. secondary event yeah, now. I think we can agree. It should yeah. be aired before the three-point contest. The three-point yes. contest should add a four-point line. A racquetball should be at a four-point line. And that's the premier contest because that's what the league is now. That's where you get the best yeah. players participating in it. These are the participants for the slam dunk contest. And you tell me if you think he wins. K.J. Martin, <laughs> Mac McClung, who is a two-way player for the Lakers, mainly in the G League, Trey Murphy for the Pels, and Jericho Sims for the Knicks. I mean, of course, I would take he, him. He to would win. have won. I've taken him to win, yeah. Just with the dunk he did last night, <laughs> where he hit his head on the backboard and threw it down harder than I've ever seen a Portland Trailblazer dunk a basketball, would have maybe won the contest. Probably, probably would have And won. we could have at least said, you know what? We haven't won back to back championships, but we've won back to back dunk contests. Good for us. Then we went back to back summer leagues, too. Yes, yes, so we, yes did. we did. Yeah, we're. I mean, we're close. We keep flirting with this back-to-back nature stuff. Championship culture is what we're slowly building. But like, why would you drop out of this <laughs> to get know. ready for the second half of the season? You're a rookie, and your team sucks. Well, he might be in the starting lineup for the majority of the second half of the season now, depending on what happened with Anthony Simons. What is that? Trey Was Murphy he thumbing plays for his the nose at him for not being selected to the Rising Stars? I mean, be, he yeah. should be pissed at that. That's, that's also disrespectful. That's dumb. Are we all butthurt about that now? That's stupid. It's really dumb. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm upset he's not doing the dunk contest because yesterday he dunked the ball in a way I haven't seen ever. Yeah, I don't know I don't know how to compute why he he dropped out of this. It doesn't make sense. He would have likely won the tournament. Uh the only good thing for Blazer fans is that we're gonna get a dunk contest every game that he plays, because every single game that he plays mm-hmm. is an absolute highlight. And on a quick note on the record, I'm already starting to do it, and I know a lot of Blazer fans probably are. Right now you have the twelfth worst record in the NBA. There are plus or minus six teams that you could easily jump ahead of or behind of, depending on how you want to phrase it. Teams that you're ahead of in the standings right now, Oklahoma City, who I believe is 3-0 against you now on the year. Uh, Toronto, who did not sell off at the deadline. They kept all their guys. You're tied with OKC. You're a half game ahead of Toronto. Washington, who just beat you last night, half game. Chicago's right there, and the Lakers are right there. That's six teams that are immediate within a game or a game and a half around you that you you could jump your odds to the sixth best in the lottery by the time it's all said and done. Uh, we have more to get to. We've got a daily ticker stop to get to today. We finally got somebody to respond to me. Oh, who we got? Where are we going? We're going to the Jets. The Jets. J-E-D-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Well, what are they 
going to do? They're obviously looking for a quarterback, and there's multiple names on the market. And so uh, we'll talk to somebody covering the Jets. But it is 7-18. Dirt and Sprague back with more on the fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Dan Lieberfeld will join us. He covers the Jets. Are the Jets going to go hard after Rodgers? Rodgers! Derek Carr's a free agent now. Many speculating Ryan Tannehill will be traded. And the Jets have done something interesting. They've hired somebody connected to all three of those people. <laughs> Smart. you got to check all your boxes. <laughs> got to cover all your bases. You never know which one's going to be available. Surely that will pay off in the right way. It has to. Come on. It'll Are the Jets turning out. into the Colts in front of us? They're just going to keep taking yeah. all the vets and then... Hey, you got a great roster. They had the offensive and, uh, or they had the defensive rookie of the year. Oh, I think they had the offensive and defensive because Garrett Wilson yes. won it. And Sauce. And Sauce Gardner. Sauce. God, he's good. Such a good name, too. The funny thing, too, is if they get Rodgers, he's apparently really good friends with Zach Wilson. Yeah, I mean. He's, like, defended him multiple I, times in public. He deserves another chance. Don't give up on him. I don't think that matters. He's <laughs> going to take his job, and they're not giving Zach Wilson a shot. at That's over. I mean, I imagine if you're signing Aaron Rodgers, you're trading Zach Wilson, but I don't know. Maybe you want him to hang around on the bench for a year or two. It's not a weird thing to you. I just, I, I, I don't know, like, if you if we were in our situation and you get brought in to replace somebody you know, it's not that it's that person's fault, but that relationship has to change, right? You would imagine. You can't just go on business as usual. Like Carson Wentz and Nick Foles are not friends. <laughs> no, they can't be. They can't it's be. impossible. That dude's got a statue out front of the stadium. He was supposed to be the chosen one, the franchise MVP, and his backup got a damn statue in front of the stadium. Did you see that multiple teams were looking at Orlovsky to be their offensive coordinator? I did see that. What do I, you make of that? 
I mean, TV guys getting their jobs because they talk and break it down on television. I mean, I'll say this. It worked for Brian Greasy and the 49ers this year. I don't know how much credit you want to give him, but they plucked him out of the Monday Night Football booth. He was their quarterback coach, and he had a seventh-round pick, turned him into a NFC champion. You know, they're a game away from the Super Bowl. I, again, I don't know how much credit goes to Brian Greasy as opposed to Kyle Shanahan, but I think you've seen this a lot. Lewis Riddick's name has been brought up a ton. Hell, use the 49ers again. John, John Lynch, Lynch was a TV guy. Straight from TV to the, the front office with no experience. And I think, you know, it's it's just like any other thing where some of them will hit, some of them won't. I mean, you had a Mike Mayock in, in Vegas in Oakland. That, that was a disaster. Did not work out. John Gruden, who was a coach I know, but was in TV for a long time, went back into coaching, didn't work out Aged for Aged himself out of the game. So some of these guys, maybe there's something there. But, I you know, they're, they're very smart. They, they're they very educated on the league. They're up to date on what every team's doing. I think a lot of these coaches can be in their own bubbles of their own teams and their own development where some of these guys, you bring them in and they're more plugged in with every team and every free agent player all that kind of stuff so would he be a good coach i don't have any reason to think he wouldn't be but the question for him is how much money he's he making at espn oh probably and a couple million a year can you top that as an nfl team for whatever as an offensive analyst well no that i think if orlowski made that move it'd be a move that he just naturally he wants to get into that realm of football, right? Yeah, well, if you're going that road, you're going that road full. Like that's yes. your that's your future. Path. He wants to be a coach and he wants to do all that stuff. The remarkable thing about what you highlighted there, Gruden took that Raider job, and I know many people were like, "Whoa, John Gruden finally leaving the booth after all those years." Mm-hmm. I kind of felt like it played itself out to show that he had aged out of the game. Yeah, and I think that just highlights again, not that we need to dedicate a whole segment to him, but Andy Reid is 64 years old. And that dude has not lost any track of the way the NFL has evolved. In fact, it's only evolved more into the way that I think he would prefer. And so I think that you talk about greatness and separation of greatness. John Gruden had a nice run with the Bucks and obviously the Raiders the first time, not so much the second. <laughs> but he 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 aged out. He faced out of football. He could not keep up with what football was. He cannot identify how to properly coach modern-day football, whereas like Andy Reid is in his 60s. And he's probably as far ahead of the game, if not up there with any other McVeigh, Shanahan, whoever you want to throw out there. He's right there with him, and he's 64 years old. I think it's a good reminder, too, to any coach at any level that you, you have to be able to evolve. You have to be able to change with the landscape around you. The NFL is different now than it was when Andy Reid was in Philadelphia. Their offense is different now than it was three years ago. Like you, you always have to look for ways to get better. And I think there's a lot of coaches at both the NFL and the college level that have something that works and they don't want to change it because it's always worked for them, despite the fact that the landscape is different around them. And so I will always respect coaches that have the ability to do that. Like if you just look at the game plans and what Kansas City did to win this Super Bowl as compared to the one against San Francisco, they're drastically different. Now I know they were different teams. They were playing different opponents and all that. But their willingness to run the football, their willingness to go underneath, their willingness to just kind of scheme things up to find guys' space instead of being a chuck it down the field. Like the play that broke the San Francisco Super Bowl open was Mahomes rolling out and chucking a bomb to Tyreek Hill. Like that was their offense. An improvised play. An improvised play. And now essentially everything in this year's Super Bowl, and when they had one incompletion the entire second half, was all under control. It was all underneath. It's all, it's, you know, ball control, move the chains, run the football. Like they have evolved as an offense until you're point about Andy Reid he, he has had the ability to do that his entire career and I respect the hell out of him for it is Rogers uh he's joining his darkness time right now 
Because he went on McAfee yesterday, and then yeah. I think he dove. I think he's going into the darkness retreat today. He got a little upset because I think Ian Rappaport reported that he was going to choose a team today, that he had already done the darkness retreat, and he was like, no, I haven't. I don't know why that's getting reported. So Did it, you see his interview? He had some I did see his interview. I watched it on McAfee. I did. Yeah. Look, part of it I understand. <laughs> like, if people are reporting things that are just, you know, patently false about you like hey you just get to pick a team and now he has fan bases hitting him up constantly like hey where you could pick our team pick our team and he hasn't even started his stupid darkness retreat yet i i I get a little bit of the frustration there ufo Um, distraction stuff huh (laughs) Mm, we're going we're going he loves to live in that wormhole he's in that wormhole let him you know hey let him be in his wormhole we can all be in our wormhole all right i like to envision him more of uh joaquin (laughs) phoenix from signs he's sitting in a closet with tinfoil on his head i think that's how he lives his life bit of that vibe to him like imagine him in a batman style size house (laughs) and where does he go he goes into the closet and puts tinfoil on his head and just reads the internet i would say where are you at i'm on 4chan man you can see what they're saying (laughs) the team that needs him most desperately because of the decision they made is the raiders i think the raiders are the most desperate Really? They went all more desperate than the Jets. Without a doubt. The wow. Jets are still a young team that are building. To your point, they just had the offensive and defensive rookies of the year. Like, there's optimism there. Zach Wilson's not the guy, but it's a young team with a new head coach. The Raiders went all in for Devontae Adams, and they just chose to walk away from a guy who many people view as a franchise quarterback. If the Raiders move off of Derek Carr and land Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason, make that make sense. You're just changing out the same S in a different diaper. Nothing about your team and your success level is going to change. Well, let's talk with Dan Lieberfeld. He covers the New York Jets for Jets Confidential. How does he feel about their quarterback search? And is Derek Carr worth it? Does Derek Carr change them that much? We'll talk with Dan Lieberfeld next on The Daily Ticker. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. This is the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How do you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. 
All right, a lot of quarterback chatter out there for the offseason. Who's getting who? Where are guys going? We got the Derek Carr decision. Aaron Rodgers is locked in a dark room. What's going to happen with all these teams that need a quarterback? Let's go to New York, talk a little Jets football with Dan Leberfeld of Jets Whispers on Twitter. Give him a follow there, publisher of the Jets Confidential uh, magazine. Dan, good morning to you, man. Thanks for the, the last second hit. We appreciate the time all the way out here in Portland. How are fans in New York feeling about a good young team? I would, I would imagine confidence in a head coach but wondering how can we find a franchise quarterback? Where are fans at on the biggest position on the field? That's exactly right. And we just saw in the Super Bowl again how important the quarterback position is. And I think what happens this time of year is because so many teams are desperate for quarterbacks in free agency, maybe trades, and in the draft, talent gets embellished. I'm not saying that with Aaron Rodgers, but some of these other guys – like Derek Carr, Derek Carr was he seven, uh, 62 and 79 off the top of my head, 63 and 79 as a starter with the Raiders. And now you read all these reports that all these teams want him. <laughs> now, I have no issue with teams wanting to bring in Derek Carr, but to pay him around what his current contract is, so I think he got three years, $120 million for the Raiders last year, and now they're getting out of that. I don't get that, but it all comes back to, the fact that there's a shortage at the most important position. Dan, I'm curious to to get your thoughts here. Let's say they strike out on on Rodgers. He comes out of the darkness and he says, I want to go play with Devontae in Vegas again. Do you expect the Jets to go after Derek Carr? Well, you you know, connecting the dots, uh, they hired Todd Downing, the former offensive coordinator of Tennessee, and the former offensive coordinator of the Raiders, who coached Carr, so you can connect the Jets to him that way. So I think they'll they'll certainly be interested, especially with Todd Downing in the building. My issue with the Derek Carr thing is the contract. You know, think about it this way, guys. Last year, Andy Dalton played for the New Orleans Saints and made $3 million and went 6-8. and eight. And then you look at Derek Carr, played for the Raiders, went 6-9, and nine, made over $30 million. What's the difference? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't really have an answer for you. I honestly don't. Do you, so to that point, do you think it would make more sense to go, I don't know, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be out there. He obviously has a relationship with Robert Sala from their time in San Francisco. It sounds like Ryan Tannehill might get cut. He'd be a cheaper option. Like, are those viable threats? Or or is, is Zach Wilson waiting in the wings and maybe they feel like that's the guy? Or, or are they completely done on Zach Wilson? Well, if you, if you take them at their word, they're not done with Zach Wilson. They're just taking a step back and doing what they should have done initially when he came out of BYU as a 21-year-old junior and let him sit for a while and work on his mechanics and footwork and things like that. Whether you can do that after two years as a starter and then you know, hit the reset button, that's kind of an unusual pattern, but they claim they're going to try to do that. So I don't think they're giving up on Zach Wilson, but I don't think that he's the guy that they're looking – to be their starter in week one. Uh, the, the other issue for the Jets is I don't know how desirable the location is. You know, not everyone likes this market and playing in the New York market. So, you know, maybe someone like Jimmy G or Derek Carr says, you know, I don't really want to play there. And, and maybe Aaron Rodgers says the same thing. I actually think Mike White's a very good quarterback. The guy that played some last year, played mm-hmm. some the year before. He had their two best games the last two years. Remember that Cincinnati game? Uh, where uh, some of his equipment went in the Hall of Fame. It was such a good game. 
And then you had the game this year against the Bears. Those are the two best quarterback games the Jets had the last two years. I personally would go with him and and use the money and the draft capital to make the team even better around him. Because if they make one of these deals, they are their their cap situation is not great right now, and they got to pay Quinn and Williams their defensive tackle. So if they get Rodgers, who's scheduled to make fifty nine million this year, they're going to have to go. Uh, you're going to have to cut some people and spend less money at positions that they need help. So I just don't know. People say they're one player away. I'm not sure about that. What, have you heard or, or what do you think of the possibility of the dangers of bringing Rodgers in? And what I mean by that is Rodgers didn't have a 300-yard passing game last year. The Packers were incredibly underwhelming. Uh, he had costly turnovers in multiple games. He didn't appear to be the prototypical Aaron Rodgers we had seen. He does a lot of off-field stuff now, a little more so than he has in years past, that becomes a little polarizing to people. I'm more wondering, like, the effects he could have on a locker room. Is Aaron Rodgers worth it for $59 million to bring into a team with so much young, impressionable talent? Well, I I think that the, the Nate Hackett connection, the offensive coordinator who they just hired, the former Denver Broncos coach, that, that – that's the, the, the that's an even stronger connection than the Todd Downing stuff we were talking about because when you look at Rodgers, he has a very good relationship with Nathaniel Hackett, who was with the Packers for three years, and they developed a strong bond, and it's the same system. That's the thing about Rodgers and the Raiders you have to wonder about. Rodgers is very smart. He could pick up any system, but does he want to go into the Josh McDaniel system, which is entirely different than the one he was playing in Green Bay and for many years. So so a lot of times 40-year-old quarterbacks are like, you know what, I'm not going to a place where i got to learn from scratch. I'm comfortable in this system. So that's something about Rodgers and the Raiders you have to wonder about. But I do think that the system fit is something that is in the Jets' corner when it comes to Rodgers. But would he want to live in New Jersey? I don't know. Doesn't seem like a Jersey kind of guy to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes it. It could take a unique individual to do that. We're de- de- degenerates out here, Dan. So I want to get your thoughts just before we let you go. Putting your money down. Where, where is it? What, what is the final solution here for the Jets, and what are they able to accomplish at the quarterback position in the offseason? Yeah, that's a tough one because after if if Carr and Garoppolo go other places, and then you have a situation where Rodgers stays in Green Bay, then where do they turn? You brought up Tannehill before. Mm -hmm. Another connection, Todd Downing, we mentioned before, was the offensive coordinator in Tennessee the last couple of years. So another situation where there's familiarity. And there's rumors about the fact that Rand Carthon, the new GM of the Titans, came from the 49ers, and he's a big Trey Lance fan. However, could the 49ers trade Trey Lance in an offseason when they don't know about the health of Purdy? So, uh, as far as because, oh, it's so up. Uh, like I said, I don't know if Mike White is an option on the board, but the problem is with the Jets is they painted themselves in a the corner. The coach keeps saying publicly, we're going to get a veteran quarterback. So, he's out there saying that. So, does Lamar Jackson enter the picture? Because, remember, the, the rumor from the last weekend was that Lamar, they want to re-sign Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, but they'd be willing to listen. So some team offered them a blockbuster, and Joe Douglas, the Jets GM, had a long history in Baltimore. Mm. So I throw Lamar Jackson into the hopper too, but I, I, I hate to cop out, but I don't have a, an angle here. 
for where, where this might head. It's so up in the air right now. Yeah. Uh, Dan, how would you respond if I took you to a house in the middle of nowhere and put you in a room and turn the lights off and say, I'll be back in four days? How would you react to a darkness <laughs> retreat? Um, okay, how would I react to a darkness retreat? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. You know, people are trying all kinds of different things, holistic things these days to <laughs> – you know, to get their soul in the right place. So maybe this will work. But I, what I look at about this guy is he's, you know, holistic with everything, with the, the, the mushrooms and the dark rooms. Yet he goes on Pat McAfee every week at a morning zoo. How is that good for the soul? <laughs> well, there's no pushback to anything he says, so he can say whatever he wants. He's got an unfiltered platform, yeah. man. Just kind of rant and rave. Dan Leberfeld, he covers the Jets. He's a publisher of the Jets Confidential Magazine, also on Sirius XM NFL Radio. At Jets Whispers on Twitter. Go give him a follow. Thanks for the insight. The last second guest, man. We really appreciate the time out here in Portland. Anytime, guys. Thank you. There you go. Dan Leberfeld. Good stuff. I think it's Lieberfeld. <clears throat> Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I got it right. Did I get it right? I think I got it right. No, you, you said I got it, right it right the first time, but then at the end you said it differently. It's Leberfeld. Lieberfeld. No. Leberfeld. Oh. Moops. Moors. It's Leberfeld. <laughs> oh, good thing I wasn't hosting yeah, that. Huh? Yeah, moron. I would have said it three different ways in the span of that interview. That's why I did not reintroduce him halfway through the interview. But he was great. That's I love a good New York New accent, and I also love somebody that comes on the show and is willing to be honest and acknowledge the faults inside their organization. And he was incredibly hard on it. Like we, I don't know what the hell they're going to do. It, is it really worth it to go get Derek Carr? Is that different than an Andy Dalton? Let's talk about that because he said, what's the difference between those two guys? I got some quarterback chatter that's left over from yesterday. Derek Carr is now officially a free agent. We knew that was going to happen, so I want to dive into that coming up next on the Well, have they found a solution to the NBA's woes? I want to get to that coming up top of the hour. Statter story at 8.15. It's Frank, let me talk a half hour of golf in the first hour of the show. So I'll give him an NBA segment here in the final hour. We'll, we'll see if we can solve the world's problems together. I was just as interested in, in that conversation as it you were. It warms my heart, man. It warms my heart. Makes me feel all nice and fuzzy inside. I, I can't tell you how many how many YouTube shows I watch of people <laughs> that just play golf and they're not even pro golfers. I'm enjoying We're getting a lot of texts coming in on the uh, breakfast trade agreement. And uh, somebody asking, could you trade your bench pancake for biscuits and gravy? I don't know if you could probably have to add a first round pick yeah. on top of it. I feel like biscuits and gravy is a middle of the road, but solid stretch five. I think I take biscuits and gravy over pancakes, though. I think I'd want two pancakes for my biscuits and gravy. Maybe two pancakes and a bacon. Okay. Because biscuits and gravy is kind of its own <laughs> meal in itself, right? It's it's a one. It can yeah, almost see, operate you're, on its you're own. Yeah, kind of biscuits and gravy is kind of going back to the to the Pistons bad boys yeah. sort of. It's a more physical. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, Gravy's not easy to push around. No. You know, sausage is in there holding the zone, and biscuits yeah. like the staple of the of everything. You know. Yeah. I you do. you got to have a little consistency to yourself to handle biscuits and gravy. Not everybody can can handle biscuits and gravy. It's a tough gravy. matchup. It really is. You know, we got one tweet um that says on the pancake thing, pancakes are supreme, what? waffles are second, and french toast is ass. Okay, you're ass. French toast is literally just toast with some eggs on it. You ever had a chocolate blueberry French toast? I actually have had blueberry French toast. Yeah. And what about a fully loaded French toast with a waffle? I've had stuffed French toast as well. What are we, yes. four years old? We need chocolate with our breakfast now? 
I yeah, I I don't put ever put really put French toast is I mean, I like pancakes from time to time, don't get me wrong. I'm never putting chocolate and whipped cream on top of it. I want to once in a while for the girls I'll put blueberries for in kids, the pancakes sure, or I something, get it. you know. Yeah, that makes sense. But most of the time it's just plain old pancake. Just a pancake with syrup. Yeah. And you know what sucks about pancake is pancake needs more support. That's the other thing the coaching staff won't tell you is sometimes pancake's confidence gets a little shook. He dries out sitting on the bench. You got to give him a little uh, Gatorade yeah. to get him going again. <laughs> A.K. the maple syrup. Exactly. Somebody said you may get more value for the waffle, but are we talking about clearing a bit of cap space to get under the luxury tax? You know, I don't know. Is the waffle the highest earner on your team? Is that going to get you under the luxury tax bill? It so might, that's now well, getting texted in. This is where we're at in the show today. It, I mean, look, it's a fair point. You got to wonder about your tax bill when you're getting to that, you know, competing standpoint. And that's a good point about waffles. Does it does it lower it enough to warrant trading? I don't know. I think uh, we got a little bit of a Shade Nant situation there here. Is. You got to pick your way. Which way are you going to go? I know which way I would go. I do, too. Uh, let's get to the quarterback chatter as uh, Derek Carr is officially a free agent. Undoubtedly the right call on his part. So if you didn't follow that whole saga, he had ba- basically there was a, a fully vested $40 million that was going to get guaranteed for the upcoming year. However, in his contract, he had a no trade clause. And so in order to agree to go anywhere, he had to he had to give the thumbs up to the Raiders with that $40 million number. The Raiders didn't want to risk it because he might say, no, I don't want to get traded anywhere. And then you're in a weird spot. So they did not pick up the $40 million option for the upcoming year. He is officially a free agent. And I, I find him fascinating. Like this led to a debate on social media yesterday about him and Jimmy Garoppolo. Ryan Tannehill is probably going to enter these sweepstakes. We already know Aaron Rodgers is likely there uh, but I just I don't know where I'm at on Derek Carr like we have listeners that will give us a hard time because a year ago we supported Derek Carr in the AFC West and we said hey don't Hold on. don't forget about him and everybody was talking about you know Herbert's gonna take the big step and Russell Wilson's in Denver it's like well Derek Carr was in the playoffs last year we're not giving him any credit there he had a bad year no, no matter how you feel about Derek Carr he had a bad year now was it his fault? Was it McDaniel's fault? I mean, was it the Raiders organization fault? Probably a combination of all things. But where are we at on Derek Carr and what's left in his tank? Okay, first of all, on the text thing, let's not act like we were out here telling you Derek Carr and the Raiders were going to win the Super Bowl. Okay, were we defending? Absolutely. We're Derek Carr defenders on this show. It's the eyeliner that does it. Were we saying out loud, hey, maybe we should give some respect to the Raiders? No doubt. I wasn't sitting here telling you Derek Carr is a Hall of Fame quarterback. This certainly wasn't that show. Um, I I just, I think with the Derek Carr thing, one, I think it's fair to say out loud, his head coach in Vegas sucks. Yeah. So good luck to Rodgers for choosing the Vegas Raiders. If that's where he goes. I Yeah. You don't think he's going to go there? Because I'm with Dan. I don't see Rodgers choosing New York. He does not give off New York vibes at all. Oh, I, do, I don't see that. I don't think market matters for him. I think no matter where he goes, he's a lightning rod. And if he's a, he's been a lightning rod in the smallest market in the NFL, he's going to be one in New York. Um, the other part of this is Derek Carr. There are levels to this. So to act like Derek Carr is you no know, different than some of these others, I, I think that's a little misguided. I'm not telling you he had a good year. He had a bad year. But I'm not going to act like he's a bum quarterback. Somebody t- When the Tannehill, or not Tannehill, but the Dalton example was brought up by our guest, somebody said the difference is the division. Nobody in the NFC South was above 500. And Derek Carr's better than Derek Andy Carr Dalton. had to play against Pat Mahomes twice and Herbert twice. I know the, the Broncos were a dumpster fire, but sure. that, that's four tough divisional games. Well, also the Broncos' defense wasn't easy. Yeah, true. Uh, that's a good unit. I, I, just, I think there's levels to it. I'm not sitting here telling you Andy Dalton and Derek Carr are the same player. That... 
That's a bit of a stretch to me. Derek Carr, Jimmy now, Garoppolo, the same player? Yeah, I, I don't view them all that different. Um, I think you need certain things to exist, and which is why I kind of was trying to sell people on Derek Carr and the Raiders. They they went and got Devontae Adams, mm-hmm. and I thought that'd be good. And it ended up being a good pairing. They just, all the other stuff around them, coaching, all of it, it just didn't work out for them in Vegas. Um, I do agree with Dan on what the Jets should do. Personally, I don't think Rodgers is worth the headache. I'm paying $60 million to a quarterback who cares more about interviewing a former punter and spreading conspiracy theory <laughs> than he does throwing 300-yard games in a season. And I just, I, I'm past that. And I also I just worry about what he would be in the locker room. How many people gravitate towards him? How many people does he alienate? You could say whatever you want about Rodgers, all-time greatness, where he ranks. It's clear that the dude is not the best team player that has existed at that position. I don't want that, especially in my locker room with young, impressionable players. And he's going to take $60 million of my cap space. I go Mike White. Like, Mike White is not better than Derek Carr. He's not better than Jimmy Garoppolo. But I don't think they're that different. And so, like, I'd rather just go with Mike White, see what it is for a full season. Hopefully I can salvage or get Zach Wilson to turn his ass around. And if it doesn't work, hit the market next year. But I, I, I don't want Rodgers for $60 million. I don't want Derek Carr for 45 I don't want Jimmy G for 35 to 45 Give me Mike White. It's funny how different the teams that need quarterbacks in the NFC are in my mind than the teams in the AFC. Like, we're going to go through this with the Raiders. We're going to go through this with the Jets the entire offseason. Those are probably the two most prominent. Tennessee might be moving on. There is a certain sense of hopelessness, though, is there not? Like, no matter what your answer is here, if the Jets land, let's say, pie in the sky. Aaron Rodgers is the best guy on the market. They land him. He said he would rework his contract. He'd have to to make the trade happen and all that. But he's still a huge cap hit. Yeah. If they land Aaron Rodgers, or is anybody picking them to beat Buffalo to win the division? Is anybody picking them to beat Cincinnati in the playoffs? Is anybody picking them to beat Kansas City next year? Like, there's, there's a certain level of, like, no matter what you do, you're kind of damned. And maybe I end up being wrong with that opinion, whereas vice versa, like if you tried to sell me and I don't know what the commander's plans are going to be this offseason, but like, hey, the commander's upgrade significantly a quarterback. OK, I, yeah, that could be a team that wins a playoff game or like I could see it for the commanders. Like if I run down the NFC teams, it makes sense in my head. When I look at the AFC teams, it almost feels like this is a conversation that's not necessary. And it's not going to go anywhere because the Jets with Mike White or Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr, like I'm not picking you to beat any of these teams in the AFC. Well, first of all, it's not easy to replace Taylor Heineke. Let's not you know overlook your <laughs> statement there. Very Second true. of all, no, I'm not picking him to beat the Bills. I'm not. Although they did beat the Bills this year, actually, with Zach Wilson. But it's different than winning one game and winning the division. Uh, right. I, in the division, I don't even know if, depending on what Miami does, I don't even know if they're better than Miami. If two but, is healthy next year. Um, it's To me, it's not about winning the Super Bowl per se. Like, I know they would want Rodgers to come in and win the Super Bowl, and that would be the hope. For me, I look at it more like, can you get us back to the playoffs? Can we just get to that level, establish that experience, and then either build off that with you in the next season or use this as your final year, you made $60 million, you peace out, and then we become a pretty attractive situation. I think it's a, it's about establishing culture, hmm. which is the main reason I'm out on Rodgers. I don't think you establish good culture with him. And so I, I would rather take that step, try to get to the playoffs. Look, you get to the playoffs, everything's on the table. Yeah. I don't think I'd, we'd pick him to beat the Bills, but I don't know. Maybe Sauce Gardner would get two pick sixes. You don't know how the playoffs are going to unfold. So... To me, it'd be more about taking the playoff step than it would anything else. And to your NFC point, 
You're spot on. I put up a poll question, is Jalen Hurts now the best quarterback in the NFC? And somebody uh, responded with, well, I need to see more than just one year. And I responded with, Who's better? Take yeah, give me and a name. And they never responded. <laughs> give me a name. I like, want names. You, you who? Oh, pick one. And by the way, it's not just one year. He went to the playoffs two years ago, and they went to the Super Bowl this year. So at least he's had a consistent playoff track record as a starting quarterback. And I that's what makes me surprised about Rodgers. Like Green Bay wants Jordan Love, so they're pivoting off him. But and I know Green Bay doesn't want to deal within the conference, which is a really stupid position to take, but because uh, you limit your assets. Yeah, have fun going to the cash. AFC. Right, but <laughs> good luck with that. The NFC is the area where everything's kind of up in the air. <laughs> That's where I would want to be. We all know the answer is uh, Kirk Cousins, too, by the way. There you go, a little quarterback chatter, <laughs> quarterback chatter for you. We didn't get to uh, much of Lamar Jackson. That's something that's still filed away. We'll he see wanted Monken, reportedly. Yeah, I, yeah, so we'll see if that ends up, you know, I don't know, maybe that solves a the relationship. They give him a, a, a contract extension. So a little more quarterback chatter as the week goes on. Lots to get to in the final hour. Statter story coming up at 8.15. Uh, I want to get to something, though. The NBA is trying to find a solution to a problem. Is this the right answer? We'll start the final hour there, uh, next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 